Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm your host, Courtney Brons. Each week, we bring you conservation topics and events from around the Endless Mountains. This week, with fall quickly approaching us, it's hard to believe it's August already, we're going to talk a little bit about ginseng. American ginseng is a perennial herb that grows under a portion of deciduous forest canopies in the eastern United States. American ginseng, Panax quinquefolius, has a long history of medicinal uses. The genus name, Panax, means all hill in Greek. Ginseng is mainly found in North America and in the northern hemisphere of eastern Asia. Ginseng roots are usually sold in the dried form as a traditional medicine. It contains two different compounds, ginsenosides and gentonin. These act as an antioxidant, they reduce inflammation, may benefit brain function, boost the immune system, increase energy, and could even lower blood sugar. Ginseng is also commonly added to energy drinks, herbal teas, hair, and cosmetic products. Wild ginseng once thrived throughout the eastern seaboard. Because of the medicinal properties, ginseng is often over-harvested and has become an endangered species in some locations. Upon discovery in the early 1700s, ginseng quickly became a valuable export for Canada and the United States. Within a few years of the discovery, Canadians enjoyed a thriving ginseng export to China. When a large shipment of improperly dried roots arrived in China, the Chinese refused any more French-Canadian ginseng. During this time, explorers began to search for ginseng in the new American colonies, and by 1757, the American colonies were exporting ginseng as well. The ginseng trade between America and China has only grown over time. Ginseng remains in high demand in China. Since it requires almost virgin soil to thrive, China cannot produce enough of it. American ginseng also has slightly different medicinal properties, which the Chinese are willing to pay more for. Since the Chinese do pay so well for this route, it's created a bit of a gold rush in the United States, which has caused the species to become threatened. Harvesting of wild ginseng is legal only in a specific season, which we'll talk about in a minute. American ginseng can easily be identified by its three-pronged or more five-leaflet display on the mature plants. The best way to identify it during the digging season is to look for the bright red berries. In late season, the leaves of the plant turn yellow, making it easy to identify. In Pennsylvania, the harvest season falls from September 1st to November 30th. Harvest of mature wild plants is only permitted when the plants have at least three leaves of five leaflets each and only red berries. This ensures that the ginseng plant will have seeds to replant near the collection site to allow the population to continue, and it is required to plant the harvested seeds. It is illegal to possess green ginseng roots between April 1st to September 1st of any calendar year. This is to ensure that collection only occurs during the permitted season. Collecting the plant too early may mean that immature plants are being collected. No license is required to harvest wild ginseng on private land in PA. However, a commercial license must be obtained from the state by anyone who intends to export from the state any ginseng harvested in Pennsylvania. And ginseng may not be harvested on public lands. So just some tips for finding it if you decide to go look for it this fall. It prefers shade and moisture. 
It can grow on any slope, but it's commonly found on north-facing slopes. And it's typically present in areas with maple, redbud, oak, hickory, poplar, and dogwood trees. You'll also find it near its companion plants, trout lily, mayapple, and rattlesnake fern. Once found, it is important to dig up the root carefully so as not to bruise or break the root, which would invite infection and devalue your batch of ginseng. You can use your hands, a small spade, or a flathead screwdriver to gently unearth the roots. After roots have been dug up, they must be properly dried. Prospective buyers look for certain features in wild ginseng, which have a different set of expectations from cultivated or wild simulated ginseng. Roots should be well-ringed and dark in color. Allow them to dry for a few days with dirt still attached. They can be dried on a screen in a hot, dry room that maintains a 90 to 100 degree temperature. If humidity is an issue, use a dehumidifier. After a few days, you can gently rinse the excess dirt off in a bucket using only your fingers to gently remove mud and return them back to their drying rack. Drying them for another 10 to 14 days should get them to the point where they break with a crisp snap under pressure. Drying too quickly can scorch the roots and cause discoloration. Drying too slowly or in humidity can result in mildew and mold. When it comes time to sell your ginseng, you can find a list of licensed ginseng dealers online. The exact price it sells for depends on going market rate, age, harvest location, and cultivation method. But it's a good way to make a little bit of extra money. Well, I think that wraps up today's show. I do want to mention a few events coming up in August at Salt Springs State Park. On Saturday, August 3rd, 10 a.m. till noon, Forest Forensics. Do you know what's growing in your woods? Do you know the best way to manage your forest property? Learn how to assess your land and put together the clues for tree identification and forest help. Jim Kessler will lead the walk and talk. Bring your questions and concerns. Fee is $5 and free for members. On Friday and Saturday, August 9th and 10th at 9 p.m., the Proceed Meteor Shower. Join us for one or both evenings of stargazing in an open field. Meet at the Wheaton House and walk out to enjoy this annual celestial light show of falling stars. Bring blankets or lawn chairs, viewing cameras or telescopes, and snacks and drinks. We'll have a bonfire if the night is chilly. The fee is a free will donation. On Saturday, August 10th, from 1 to 3 p.m., beautiful butterflies. What tickles your fancy? Perhaps the whimsical beautiful butterfly? Learn to identify some of our local species and the native plants that attract them. Then we'll try to catch some in a nearby meadow with nets we provide. All ages are welcome. Fee is $5, 15 a family, and free for members. On Friday, August 16th at 8.30 p.m., a full moon hike. Join us for a hike. We'll end the evening around a campfire sharing snacks and stories. Meet at the Wheaton House. Fee is $5, free for members. And last but not least, on Saturday, August 17th at 1 p.m., mushrooms and mycelia. How much do we really know about mushrooms? From fairy tales to scientific research, the world of fungus among us is amazing and often misunderstood. Learn about these living organisms, which are a part of the kingdom fungi and important to our ecology. A brief discussion and slideshow will be followed by a trail walk. Meet at the carriage barn, bring sturdy shoes, a notebook, a camera, 
and resource book if you have one. Fee is $5, members and children free. If you have questions related to today's show, you can contact the Conservation District by calling 570-782-2105. If you missed a portion of today's show, you can go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org, and find our Conservation Corner page with past episodes, links to information about past episodes, and a contact form where you can reach out and ask questions or make comments about the show. You can even suggest ideas for future shows. You have been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Courtney Bronze, saying explore the outdoors.